<laughs> I think that will be the very first noise on there. Might be. <laughs> Maximum effort for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to Small Constellation, the comedy podcast about nerdy entertainment. Um, we it doesn't again... roll off the tongue quite as well as video games, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out a good intro that actually makes sense. <laughs> Is reflective of the content of our show. <laughs> I'm calling it more of a comedy nerdy video game sort of stuff mm. anyways uh terrible branding uh so this is your host peaches Brittany. uh we're all here as you might have heard already evan has indeed respawned um but jared has covid so uh, <laughs> wow I feel don't like we me. have to literally say that I do not have COVID. Yeah, I, kinda, I mean, <laughs> well, first of all, we're not filming in the same studio. So. <laughs> Everyone here is vaxxed and we are many miles apart. Now, the first that vacation I take without a mask and I catch a cold. So I'm wearing a mask forever now. <laughs> um, so I have a question for you guys. Um, what do, for example, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, Halo, um, and Sonic all have in common? The color right. blue is featured in them at some point. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> These were all video games that also have movie and or TV show adaptations. What? what? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to deep dive into... Okay, this is way too cheesy. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, we're not talking about our favorite colors? Damn it. No, no. We're, we're going we're gonna to deep dive into movies... I'm sorry. Video games with, ad, or with movie adaptations or TV show adaptations. And are they any good? Are they worth watching? Did they do justice? Um, or should we just, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender these <laughs> and pretend they don't exist <laughs> f- until further notice? There is no a- adaptation in Bossing Say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fun trivia question to start. Oh. Well, you don't have any gross jelly beans, so let's do it. <laughs> well, I didn't want to take the time to get too many uh <laughs> this isn't all that old of a tr- of a trend to have video game movies to begin with but uh what is the first video game movie oh, man. pong oh my god <laughs> <laughs> alfred hitchcock not, it's it not like... a well-known classic <laughs> isn't it like I'd dragon it. slayer it is not Dragon Slayer. Oh, man. Is this the first um, media thing to be made from about a video game? Or is it 
the f- earliest video game adaptation. Does that make sense? Uh, first movie. Okay. Based off a of video game. Um, is it like Tetris? Because that's still caught in development. I honestly, I don't know. It's not. There are so many of these. Like I, every time I look this topic up, I find out there are more that I haven't watched yet. Right. I yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll touch old. on that. But I, well, I'll, so I mean, here. So, so first off, it has to be before Pokemon that came out in what 1998 or something. Like it has to be before that. I think Pokemon's first movie was 99. 99? Okay. See, and I know more, like Mortal Kombat's before that, but I yep. don't know if Mortal Kombat's the first. Uh, There's that Super Mario terrible yeah, movie. Yeah, actually, oh, I yeah. bet that's <laughs> it. I forgot that, that might be it. I think there's one before that. Mm. Is there it's like probably... a Galaga one? <laughs> yeah, it's that probably just it? like a uh, really obscure it's reference. It's going to be Pac-Man. What? Nope. Ah. So, and I, th- I actually think that was a TV show, to be, to be honest. Now, it, uh, I'll give half a point to uh, Tyler for Super Mario Brothers. That um, is the first blockbuster movie. Even that is bad. my point, damn it. No, I was going to say, uh, technically, Jared did say it sorry. first. I found it. I did uh, agree with Jared, though. As soon as he said it, I was like, yeah, there, that sounds right. There is technically um, two movies, I believe, that came out before that. Okay. And they are Mario Brothers anime films. Oh, okay. Yeah, They're that makes too sense. Too niche. Uh, I think the first one is technically Super Mario Brothers, the great rescue of Princess Peach or something. It's got a weirdly long title. Of course it does. Um, but I, w- I do accept Mario Brothers with uh, <laughs> what's his name from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. So okay, so let's let's dive into this. Um, who's who's got one they want to talk about? Oh. Or I can just start naming some, and we can talk about those. Also, I was wrong. Pokemon's first movie was in '98. Pokemon the movie 2000 came out in '99. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, I just saw a list that said that uh, '99 was the one with Mew in it. Mew and Mewtwo. Uh, well, Pokemon the first so... movie it was in 1999. It, 99 for America. It, com- it comes out. Oh, that's all that matters. In Japan. We don't live in Japan. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes our one listener from Japan, Brandon. <laughs> Speaking of Japan, I know I'm already putting this on a tangent, but I just watched Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift last night for the first oh, time. God. That is a <laughs> terrible movie. I mean, we might as well lump it in with our video game movies if we're being honest. Has, has there never been a Fast and Furious video game? Uh, no, there is one now, and it oh. is hot garbage. <laughs> so it's a faithful adaptation of its source material. <laughs> Perfect. Oh yeah, there is. I'd, I'd never seen it. I'd never heard of it, so it must be that bad. It, it came out last year, and yeah, uh, it did. 
basically the only people that played it are YouTubers that <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey now, Vin Diesel knows good video games. <laughs> no, I, I think the ending is like out, is like driving out driving missiles or something in a car. Of course, <laughs> yeah, isn't that yeah, like in the newest movie too? Uh, I heard in the newest movie they strap like rockets to a car and go into the upper atmosphere with it. <laughs> I think I think they did that in Fast Eight. Uh, I thought this was the first time they did it in Fast oh, 9. Maybe, I don't know. I have to confess, I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie, but I kind of want to just sit down and watch all of them. I just bought all of I them. I did. Okay, so, <laughs> nice. Because this is why I wonder if there is a uh, Mystery Science Theater for all... That, that would be amazing. If There's there was a, a tracks for the first one. There might be one we for have Tokyo to watch Trip. That one. We have to watch that. Uh, Next time we get together, we, we need to do that. After we finish the Marvel movies. Well, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and this, is, this is actually a good segue into my... like the, One of the first series of video game films that I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, which was the Resident Evil um Mm. movies Mm -hmm. um because i have not seen any of them but i kind of that's another one i would be okay with totally like the first resident evil is kind of fun uh i forget the director's name because he's got a weird amount i think he actually did the first mortal kombat movie okay yeah it looks like there's a variety of direct although i know they've had i don't know all i know is the consistent connecting thread is mia jovovich and i mm-hmm. would happily watch her <laughs> in just the whole series <laughs> like i like honestly that would that would keep me i think sustained throughout the resident evil marathon paul uh, ws anderson and i yeah think he, yeah that's right he did the first mortal kombat movie and i think he did at least one of the Resident Evil movies, because I think he's married to. Uh, and what's he's done? According to Wikipedia, he's done several, and he's also done Event Horizon, which is oh, probably yes. an actually good movie that I recommend everybody watch, especially if you like sci-fi horror. It's it's, it's awesome. It's a, an acceptable movie, <laughs> especially for him. No, Nick, it's awesome, damn it. <laughs> I I like it. It's still... It's not for everybody, for sure. I will say that. I don't know... Like, if you... I don't know how people would uh, like it coming from not growing up in the 90s. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's always a tough call. Uh, I will say it's unlike anything I watched from that time period, and I came into it, and I was like, at this stage of my life, I was still like, oh, okay, that that was pretty awesome. Like, I, I will say, I'd I say it's the, uh... aged better than you might think, especially if you can find like an HD version of it. I'm honestly pretty impressed by some of the practical effects. It's it's aged all right, but I will say, I like my favorite fan theory concerning it is it's a prequel to the Warhammer 40k universe. <laughs> I could see it. <clears throat> anyway, video game movies. So yeah, um, I would like to watch the Resident Evil series at some point. 
And hell, since I mentioned Mia Jovovich, I'll throw in the Monster Hunter movie, which I'm kind of curious if any of you guys saw the ads for that and or had any interest in ever watching that one. I think he also did that movie. Okay, well, (laughs) guess he really likes Mia Jovovich. He he must like Mia Jovovich as much as I do. Well, he, he is married to her. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. Well, uh, nope, he probably wins then, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah. So, um, um, no, I heard Monster Hunter was bad, but yeah. we can watch it. <laughs> uh, there's a list that I'm looking at right here. Uh, the These people ranked it uh, number seven of 45. Oh, I, <laughs> I guess. Hunter? Yep. Wow. I mean, the, the, the yeah. bar must be very, very low. I, I'm just I was going to say, I mean, the bar is not high for yeah, video, video game movies. movies are like notoriously like, awful. Yeah. So through the I had a, a, a second potential question of what do you guys think the highest rated video game movie is? But when I found the answer, it's not quite fair. Mm. But I'll let you guys take a, a shot at it. What's so this going? one is the Angry Birds movie, too. I didn't even know that came out. Oh, I guess Angry Birds does count. Is this Rotten Tomatoes? I, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's both Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, uh, technically. Yeah, yes. I was just going to say that. I kind of spoiled it in that one of the lists. You know, I actually did. You know, I did a little bit of research for this. And, what? Yeah, <laughs> and, and That's a Angry Birds was, uh, was definitely at the top of the list I saw. So, which is My- not necessarily surprising, but... Just based on recent movies, I would say either Sonic or Detective Pikachu. It should be Sonic, but it's <laughs> probably not. So uh, the answer, and I think it might be based off of Metacritic instead of Rotten Tomatoes, but I didn't include it. It's a little unfair because the movie came out like six days ago. Oh. And the Werewolf Within. Oh, I haven't okay. seen that. Okay, so legitimate question about this. That... Am I crazy, or is there no way that that wasn't just like like a card game or like a an in person like like they keep saying it's a video game movie, but that wasn't like like Werewolf is not a video game, right? Like it's I I, I guess I'm just confused as to what exactly the video game is that it's based on. Werewolves Within is what it's based off of, okay. which is. Uh... I think that was a PC release. Uh, it's a little weird, but uh, it, I think yeah. it is slightly based off of. Uh, yeah, it's based off a PC, a VR uh, game for the Oculus that came out in 2016. That is, but they are just like, unless I'm mistaken, like looking at this now, it is just playing the game of Werewolf with a VR like user interface is kind of what it looks like to me, but. Maybe I've got it wrong. And no, yeah, it's, that's what I, yeah, yeah, it's totally, it's like basically they took a kind of a classic parlor game, mm-hmm. converted it into a VR video game, and now they've made a movie based on that. Yeah. So I, I'm a little bit dubious of it being called <laughs> based on a video game. I'm kind of like, okay, okay, sure. They uh, are technically correct, though, so. What was the Rotten Tomatoes score for Angry Birds 2? 73%. Where Rolls Within beats it. It's at 84. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I, I've seen some tweets about it said it's really good. But yeah, like I said, That's... it literally just came out, so I felt that was a little unfair. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I was see. I here. I was. I was ready to kind of write it off because I'd heard that it had sort of a sorted production uh, period, and I was just sort of like, uh, I don't know. Like it doesn't look that great to me. But you know, maybe I'll give it give it the benefit of the doubt if it continues to receive good reviews. I might uh, might see what it, all the hubbub is about. Okay, um, I recently, when I say recently, this past week, um, Sonic the Hedgehog is on Paramount Plus. Oh, so uh, I watched I it, it was on Hulu. Uh, well, maybe it is, Nick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it is. <laughs> I didn't watch it on Hulu. Um, uh, I liked it. You know, I heard that. People were upset. I think I remember hearing people saying they were upset that Jim Carrey was in the movie. No, I don't. That know. they were trying to um, when it was first when they, when they first announced it. I thought that that uh, they were saying that Jim Carrey was one. I I forget what they call it, but there's like that phenomenon where you add big names to the movie even though they don't need to be added because the movie right. uh, in and of itself will be plenty popular. And I feel like I thought I heard things about Jim Carrey being in this movie, but I liked him. I thought he was a really good addition to it. Um, you know, I thought he played like egg or whatever his face is. Yeah, Eggman. He doesn't look right. like it at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I want to say I vaguely remember hearing some chatter about like why Jim Carrey, but it was from people who were born after two thousand, so they didn't grow up with like Ace Ventura and the oh, sure. and all that. Sure. I, I, I mean, you probably like. I'm sure I was probably a downer on it, just because, like, to be honest, I've never been a like. I I'm one of those weirdos where I like Jim Carrey and all of his dramatic roles way more than I like him in any of his comedic roles, which is probably blasphemy. But that, that's how I feel. So. He's got a particular kind of humor that you either love it or you don't really care for it. Yeah, and he's yeah. But, I liked him uh, liar liar, I suppose. I, I mean, did. I did really like the movie. You know, um, I'm kind of curious as to how. Uh, what am I saying? Um, how true to the origin story of Sonic that was. Um, obviously, he was in. You know, on Earth in what New York? No, he was in California. I think somewhere Greenwood or something. But he was moving to San Francisco, or they were moving to San Francisco, or something. So they some of it took place in San Fran. But I don't know how far away they were, how far Greenwood or whatever that place is from. Green Hill Zone. Oh wait. <laughs> I guess I got yes. two two comments that uh, I do agree with Tyler, Jim Carrey, and his <laughs> uh, dramatic roles is probably the best movies he's ever done. But uh, I still have a soft spot for the random, like the mask and Ace Ventura stuff. But uh, as far as the lore of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, this movie basically has nothing to do with at least the original story of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, See, I'll be honest, I have no recollection of Sonic's like, like I feel like his backstory is I'm a blue hedgehog and I gotta go fast. Is kind of all I remember right. from the games as a kid. Um, but, well, in, in this movie, he's been raised by 
Owl from uh, Winnie the Pooh. Okay. <laughs> and, oh, uh, okay. Uh, he, he has rings that people realize that 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 um, those coconuts from Moana really want, um, <laughs> and so they come chasing after him, uh, and he uses a ring to get to get away, and. Um, the owl sacrifices herself so that he can get away, I guess. Um, I thought it was a good movie. I really did. I liked it. You know, um, Sonic really only knows how to run, you know, and he's not just like the video game where he can just automatically like hurt things and kill things and rip through things, you know. Um, Does he ever do the homing like roll into a ball in midair and like hit anything because no he, oh. no he does not i don't know yeah, i don't know does. man he does the ball roll i don't know if he jumps in the air and does it though. okay okay and he doesn't home in on anything to hit it like that <laughs> his thing is he go, can run fast enough to generate electricity um can use that electricity to some degree it's by the end but he causes a a huge blackout in <laughs> the you know, area. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets Eggman to come in and uh, start investigating him. Yep. That's good. I mean, the biggest thing about this movie is how they had to, you know, redesign Sonic in three months after getting cyber bullied by everyone on the internet. Well, and For I good mean, reason to. Yeah. Oh, no, it was For, bad. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I am legitimately impressed with the fact that they like they actually did go back and like that's of of all of these movies it receives like probably the greatest props for actually listening to its fan base on like, something it, like that which... it happened so fast that it is kind of a conspiracy that the first reveal was uh like rage clickbait and and that is actually like I've heard that conspiracy, and of all the conspiracy theories one could subscribe to, that one seems one of them like one of the more plausible ones to me. I'm kind of like I'm sort of like eh, I could actually totally see that. Like, what's the best way to drum up like goodwill and immediate support for your movie? Fake a huge controversy where you're like listening to your fan base, like, <laughs> and, and it would work, and it it did work, obviously. So so if somebody came up with that that's uh that's that's a big brain move right there um okay so we talked about we've we've discussed uh detective pikachu what'd you guys think of that one we can try to run through some that one was kind of fun too um i I was actually gonna ask you brandon did you like sonic having just recently seen did you like sonic more or less than detective pikachu um i think that Sonic has the potential. They they're actually uh, Sonic Two is coming out next year apparently, mm-hmm. yep. and I'm thinking that it's going to have Tails in it. Um, it might have. I mean, who knows if it'll have any of the other characters in there? I they will definitely one, have Tails and yeah. Knuckles. I think they hinted at Tails at the end of the movie, didn't they? They did. They yeah, did. they hinted at Tails in the in the fir- in the second one, or at the end of the first one. And when in the first movie. When Sonic is running around, you can see a red blur as well as a blue blur. So you know that Knuckles is a story character. Um, 
with you know they know each other or something or there's another hedgehog out there but i think those will have the potential to be better but i think i liked pikachu better than the for this first sonic yeah and i could like i could definitely see that because i i went into detective pikachu with not a real high bar set for my expectations and it 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 it, it was better than i thought it was going to be like mm-hmm. i was very legitimately entertained by it and watched the whole thing from start to finish it was like okay that was that was a good way to spend a saturday afternoon like that was fun um i realized looking at a list of like movies based on video games that detective pikachu is probably the only one i've actually seen so uh you've not seen the prince of persia movie i have not oh i might have college (laughs) i have that movie somewhere that might have been like one of those like movies on the plaza kind of a thing yeah and that's that uh, well i guess we didn't really finish talking about detective pikachu so i'll stuff it for now no no it's fine and fun yeah, I think is the the more we can talk about the better because there are a ton. So yeah, let's just move, yeah, let's just move on. Prince of Persia, yeah. I liked it. You know, they they followed the first game fairly well. Um, mm, they got creative. <laughs> they did get creative, but the basic premise is still all there. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, I mean, and not just because Jake Gyllenhaal is a hunk sickle. Um, <laughs> so he is one of my favorite actors, to be honest. So I, I was like, I will say, I will preface this by saying that he is a really, really good actor. But uh, is his Prince of Persia movie better or worse than Bubble Boy? I've not seen Bubble Boy. <laughs> I haven't seen Bubble Boy. I honestly so haven't long. seen Bubble Boy either. I watched yeah. that one a lot growing up. It's been a long time. <laughs> it, was, it was such a weird and kind of bad movie. I just remember it's like, why is this a thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a movie that couldn't be made outside of the 90s. Uh, was, yes. was it early 2000s or late 90s for that I movie? Think it, I think it's late 90s, isn't it? I, oh, no, 2001. Yeah, oh, I was going to say... Close enough. Well, no, because the early 2000s, things got weird. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, Prince of Persia. I I like how they handled the time travel. Like there was just enough that we understood the mechanic, but then you know he can't you know undo everything like you can in the video game. Right. I I also thought like one thing that this movie did that stuck out to me pretty well was that it it had little nods to the mechanics of the game upon which it was based without being like overbearing. Like it was never like, like nothing so dramatic as like, you know, another classic example is like the first person segments in the doom movie or things Mm -hmm. like that. Like it wasn't quite in your face. Like this is a video game movie, but it was still kind of like, okay, just like the incorporation of the parkour, like some of the movement, um, just, and I mean, obviously, all of them have general thematic ties to the source material. But it just—it felt like like there's no way you could go and see that movie and walk away being like, "Yep, that wasn't a video game adaptation." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was clearly owning its its identity, but it didn't just beat you in the face with it, which yeah. I I thought was I thought it was a good touch. But oh yeah. 
I appreciated the, uh, I think it's in, like in the opening sequence when he's standing on the wall, just looking around like, oh, there's a scaffolding, there's a, a weighted, you know, lever, and he sees like right. two or three other things. It's like, oh, perfect. Like this, like this is textbook how the game sets it up. Exactly. Yep. So stuff like that. I kind of enjoy in my video game adaptations, I guess. It's a little on the nose, but kind of part of the fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. That one's one of the better adaptations. I feel like because um, they take the necessary liberties with the story so that it doesn't. Because a lot of video game movies they try to stick to the story too closely, and then it doesn't yes. work because you don't have the interactive elements. That's my dilemma with video game movies: is that usually the stories are so good in the video games that I, a part of me wants to see that recreated for film with that kind of budget. The other part of me wants to be like, well, I like the characters. I just want to see them in a different story. Well, and, yeah. and here's what I've noticed is, unfortunately, they do like they like Hollywood historically has just taken the, the worst of both worlds. You know, yeah. like they, they adapt the, the video games that have no plot. And they try and stick true to the game plot in a way like, i.e., they have no plot to their film and it's terrible. <laughs> and then the ones that and, and they and they are like committed to doing that even to the games that, like you said, some games have amazing plots. Like, and they could just do the plot of the game and have a good movie. And yet, and yet, and then the ones where like they have the perfect opportunity to create their own story and adapt it they don't so it's like i at some point they'll figure out hey if the game has a good story we'll just adapt it and hey if it doesn't we've got to actually get some writers in here to come up with a compelling narrative thread okay as soon so as that starts happening okay so we're completely going off the, off the rocks here candy crush has a tv show uh, <laughs> i think it's in development no 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 it came out it oh did it uh, the two-hour season one finale aired on September 2, 2017. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. It, it was canceled after one season. <laughs> can't I can't imagine why. why. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they turned it into a game show. Yeah, it was one of those like summer, um, which sidebar, I actually like this trend of like of game shows making a resurgence in like summer and winter breaks just to have something to watch that's cool but yeah they turned it into one of those like big i think they even have like a giant like phone screen with mario lopez as host uh, of course um wow 1.9 out of 10 on imdb <laughs> that's bad <laughs> uh so something that i i also recently watched um dota has a tv show on netflix the Netflix original. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think it just came out, didn't it? Not too. Uh, Dragon's Dogma also had a series show up there, as well as uh, Castlevania's on their like season three mm. or four. I was gonna say Castlevania's one that I was gonna have to mention at some point, just because in a sea of video game based like movies and TV, that's just utter crap. That one is legitimately good, in my opinion. Like. I, if you're a fan of animated series, like I have definitely enjoyed the Castlevania series. Like I was not expecting it to be good, and I really liked it. Um, yeah, no, Dota is really good. I would be really curious, uh, Tyler, to have you watch it 
and mm-hmm. see if it actually even talks about because I don't know anything about Dota. Uh, I think it was Dota Two specifically, and, um, and so I don't know which uh, characters that we see are actual um, characters you can play as. And I'm curious to see if there are uh, any, you know, lore in-game things that kind of explain or, you know, that are in tandem with why, you know, we see what we see. And that's what I was just going to say. Like, that seems like a very interesting pick for me to adapt into a TV show because, like, I do think some of the characters independently have kind of interesting backstories. Like, you could actually get some really neat kind of serial like monster of the week sort of like oh what's this character and their backstory and like that could actually make for kind of an interesting tv show um but i will say it like if they're going for some kind of like overarching interconnected narrative to my knowledge dota 2 doesn't even have anything nearly as strong as like what they've tried to build with league of legends um which yeah like as soon as they announced that dota like the dota 2 tv series i was just like what are they even gonna do like there's it's no... really good though it really yeah, is really I'll, I'll have to check it out and like like you said i'd be curious to see what characters they choose to focus on mm-hmm. and tell a story with so i'll probably take a look out of curiosity uh has anyone seen the non angelina jolie laura croft movies nope <laughs> the newest one? i haven't yet yeah i have not i i mean I skip most video game movies as a rule. <laughs> they just uh, they just usually are not worth watching. But yeah. I, the Angelina Jolie ones were like on the Sci-Fi Channel growing up, and it's like, oh, Angelina Jolie's just hot, and that's why this movie exists. <laughs> that's almost entirely why those movies exist, yeah. I feel like. Though I think the second one, was it Cradle of Life? That one I find yep. more enjoyable than the first one. I, I would agree. And they're both delightfully 90s, like, I'll be honest. Like, oh, they yeah. are, or, well, I guess they are early 2000, 2000s, early 2000s too. But they, if you go back and watch the trailers for them, that's definitely channeling some strong 90s vibes. But I guess the point is, like, they... I have determined from all of this, like this, like looking into what video game movies are even out there. I've decided I like bad movies and I'm not even like, I'm not even <laughs> going to apologize for it. Like there's, uh, it's unironically entertaining to me sometimes to watch some of these that are terrible. And like, I'll, I'll throw the Tomb Raider movies in there where like, eh, they're, it's 90s, 2000s action schlock, but it's, <laughs> it's worth having experienced i think um i can't tell you how many times i'm i'm looking up different various ones to kind of you know remind myself what to talk about and i am seeing so many tba for awesome things that i'm excited for like i just saw child of light has a tba yeah that'd be fun either live action or animated i think it's i think it's gonna be live action uh show well, okay. I think with like the recent success of some of these movies, I feel like mm-hmm. they know like what to do now, and so they're actually there's some potential for some of these titles because they're going to do a Last of Us HBO series. Yeah, which I saw that really too. interesting, intriguing as well. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a Persona Five animation. I want to look for that now. 
yeah, the and I think that one is pretty much just an animation of the plot of the game. Mm. I could be wrong, but I think it's it's essentially like and, and you probably know from having played it, there's a decent amount of animation already to it. Like the right. whole game feels like an anime, so it's not surprising to me at all that you know that like I've actually watched a little bit of the Persona Five adaptation and and I liked it. It's uh, got a pretty solid animation style and quality and. It's not, you know, plot-wise, it's probably not, like, the greatest thing ever, but... I'm pretty sure the Persona 5 animated bits were basically clips of the upcoming, at the time, anime series. But Mm. my Mm. main question is, is it too late to kick Mark Wahlberg off of... Uncharted. No joke. <laughs> the worst casting for Soli that you could that, possibly ever have. Yeah, I've I've tried to like I've seen people try and defend it and be like, well, he kind of re- like maybe sort of almost resembles young Soli if, if you squint. And I'm yeah, like, okay, you know what my response to that is? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> they have young Soli in the fourth game, and he looks I, yeah, nothing like that. Okay, well, and you know, then, yeah, you know, the Boston accent is going to be so heavy. Oh yeah, yeah. I just the casting in general, like I, I, I can almost. Um, I mean, I guess at least he's going to be good at punching foreign-looking people. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a reference. <laughs> like I get Tom Holland was not my first choice, but that just seemed right. like Sony saying, "Oh, we've got a a superstar with our Spider Man. We're just going to keep him in house." And I could but, see yeah, him being like young yeah. Drake, but yeah. The rest, no. At least Tom Holland's pretty good. He's got the charisma to be Drake. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can, I can see, again, I can see him making that work. And I mean, especially if they take the approach of like, okay, everybody's pretty young in this. But yeah, I just, ugh, the casting in general, I'm not a, yeah, I don't know. That's, mm-hmm. I'm just not sure how that one's going to pan out. Um, I guess it's just a shame Nathan Fillion is too old at this point. Did you see <laughs> that he did a fan-made video yeah, for it, I though? Knew it was yeah, great. That, that was like eight awesome. years ago at this point? Yeah. It really, like... What that highlighted to me is like I will say like he would have absolutely like don't get me wrong I still would rather have him cast in the role but I do get the argument that he might be just a little bit too old at this point which I hate to admit because I did I really did like that that fan film and he could have done it it would just I wish the movie would have come out right Earlier. after the game yeah. so, well, you know, they like, originally planned on it yeah yeah. yeah yeah when they originally planned on it and if they've gotten nathan Fillion, they would have been killed it because yeah i think he was a per they, he would have been a great casting Cast you saw that fan um oh yeah, yeah that that's pretty good, good too. too based if, on the uh uh fan video i think if they kicked out harrison ford and replaced him with nathan Fillion for the indiana jones that would have been a good choice <laughs> <laughs> i I just want Nathan Fillion to be in more movies, damn it. That guy deserves good fortune in his life. If uh, you think that Nathan Fillion is too old, just, I mean, I know it's not the same, but just have them do what they're doing in Picard to uh, uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but I don't like <laughs> don't like stuff like that. It's just no, I just like de aging people and no, all of that. It is so. I mean, it is so sad. Like, 
I love Patrick Stewart. Like he's I do too. Yeah. He's an amazing actor and yeah. plays Picard so well. And I mean, I, you know, I, I I just I just love his work. And what they're doing in Picard is anytime they need him to be uh do to anything other than just <laughs> say lines. Yeah. You clearly tell that it is not him. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of, it kind of reminds me of how in Captain Marvel they de-age Samuel L. Jackson thirty years, but he still runs like an elderly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just it just never works. Like I've never seen it done convincingly. Because he's tired like, of these monkey biting aliens on this Monday to Friday plane. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I love Samuel L. Jackson and basically anything he's ever been in. Like, he just always seems like he's hanging around on random sets and people are like, hey, want a part? He's like, yeah, <laughs> whatever you have, I'll, I'll read the script right now. Yep. <laughs> How many times can I say motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll take that yeah. part. <laughs> it, it was just really weird. My, my brain was firing like, that's not how humans act at that age whenever <laughs> he was on screen yeah like that's the thing i think our, our brains like the human brain is like a fine-tuned pattern detection device and it's like we it's just so hard to fool somebody into being like okay yep that that actor is that age or like it's just <laughs> no I don't know. Once you cross thirty, the knees are the first things to go, man. <laughs> some some True. some ga- some ga- uh, movies we've not talked about yet that I want to. Uh, has anyone seen Rampage or Warcraft? Oh, I've seen I parts of Warcraft. Rampage. I don't remember. I, I don't remember seeing Assassin's Creed. I thought I did, but I don't remember. Uh, I've always so, wanted to, but I. Uh, so that one, um, you know, Jared, when you mentioned, you know, you want to see the characters and just like a different story. I think they did a good job with that movie in the sense that it's set in the same world. So you still have like the conflict between the Templars and the Assassins and Abstergo and the Animus and all that. But they didn't do a direct adaptation of any of the games. So like Michael Fassbender's character is a different character. Um, in in that world who has a different ancestor than like Ezio or Altair or anyone else that we've seen. Um, and reading through the Assassin's Creed wiki, that movie is canon. So it's still, it all jives within the narrative of the world. Um, Having not seen it, how is that one, like your discussion on Prince of Persia and like showing the mechanics, how does that it, one work? It it, it does a good job. Like, with, I mean, they have to, you know, take the time to explain the animus, but then they also um, take advantage of the fact that this is a movie, and instead of the animus being a chair that you just lay in, it's like this giant. It, it almost looks like Gladys, almost hanging down from the ceiling, and it like plugs into the person, and so they actually like physically live out the memory, like in their, like they're reliving it in their brain, and their body's actually acting it out, and they're just you know hanging in the air so they don't run into something or hurt themselves. Hmm. I don't know uh, if you guys ever have come across this fan theory but basically all ubisoft games are considered to take place in the same universe uh and uh yeah because they all get the weird uh ping like your character can like sonar the the immediate environment and highlight everything (laughs) and like it's just every 
game of theirs has it. And Far Cry? Uh, the later Far Cry's kind of yes. Uh, a lot of them have like either a drone or a bird or something that you that's can. True, yeah. You can do the uh, aerial view. That's true. Uh, truthfully, the reason this is is because they have like six different development teams working on everything at once. Mm-hmm. So they're just like taking the technology they develop and putting it in every every game they work on. Mm-hmm. Right. That I mean, uh, I could see them taking a functional necessity of their game creation process and turning that into a thread that's like, yep, all these are like but but yeah, I would I mean, uh, just like squared just taking all of their uh, or or Atlas taking all of their monster creations and regurgitating them into the, all the other games they ever play or make. Yeah, it's a little similar, but there it gets. Uh, there are. Uh, what so? Oh, why do I blink on it right now? The Watchdog series is set in the same. Is definitely set in the same universe as the Assassin Creed series. Uh, Which because, is also getting a movie. Ooh, I, would I did not see hear that. As a TV show, but I, I think it's getting a movie. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the, so uh, but, the Watchdog people are basically tangent to the assassins. They're not really fully recruited, but they're basically on the same team without knowing it, and anyone they fight is essentially templar funded interesting it's weird that's interesting um but yeah the assassin's creed movie it's not it's not bad it's not the best um it's got the inverse problem of the game like a lot of people say with the games you know especially like those older ones like 1 2 and 3 where you had to do stuff as desmond um before you could go back and play as altair or altair or um Ezio mm-hmm. again um in the movie, I was much more invested in the modern day story. And then when they would flash back to like, I think it was like Spain during the Inquisition era, I was like, oh, this is okay, but I'd rather, hmm. you know, go back to. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming though, at least in the Spain stuff, they had to show him jumping off of one of the synchronization points at some point into a yeah. bank. <laughs> there is, yeah, there is. There is at least one moment where he jumps off a really high point, and you hear the eagle scream, and somehow <laughs> he survived. Like I think the the opening sequence is just like textbook. Like here's all the Assassin's Creed things you want to see. Like they're stalking yeah. people from above, and then there's an air assassination. Um, I think this was after Unity had come out, so one of them had the Phantom Blade, so they you know shot a guy across the room instead of just stabbing him. Um. In 2019, it was reported that an animated television television series based on Watch Dogs was in development. Will be TV that. animated. I would watch that, hmm. especially if it's like an anime style. Yeah. Ooh, that could be cool. I would watch that. Um, go ahead, Evan. I think you hit the nail on the head when you're describing how Assassin's Creed was. This is can kind of sum up all video game adaptations. It was okay. It was not bad. <laughs> it didn't cause bodily injury for me to watch this. I mean, it was. I, I, I guess this is a question for Tyler more than anyone else. But uh, 
original Mortal Kombat or the new Mortal Kombat, which Ooh. is better. I, I'm, Evan might have seen it, but I've seen both. Would, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, so okay. I, Evan and Tyler. I mean, it de- it totally just depends on what you're looking for. Like, like I've already established, I kind of like the camp factor of some of the films from that particular era. And like, honestly, like to me, a bad movie that is still hilarious is better than uh, like an unoriginal modern movie that technically has better production values in my mind. Mm -hmm. But all of that being said, I would still probably take the new, new one. Like, cause, cause I felt like it was a legitimate attempt. Like Eh, I I kind of like the new one. Honestly, I think what the original had other than some of the campiness, which is is enjoyable if you like kind yeah. of bad movies. Right. But what elevates that movie is the best techno song to ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually I liked the tech yeah, like the techno remix of the, the Mortal Kombat thing was like <laughs> that was fire. And like in the new one. I, I liked it. Amazing. Uh I mean the new one, I don't know. I didn't really think about this in the moment I was watching it, but someone, um, I think Nando V Movies on on YouTube pointed it out, that the movie opens like with the best fight of the entire movie, and it sets the stakes very high, and then it never matches those same that same uh, level. For the it probably is yeah. the best, because... Honestly, uh, I can't remember his name, but the actor uh, who has shown up in a lot of movies recently for some reason, but he is a well-renowned Japanese actor. Yeah. Uh, oh, the guy that played um, Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just a famous Japanese actor that I can't remember the name of right now. But I can't either. Yeah, that his intro bit was a great starting point though. I think, uh, like Sonya blade, it was really good. Uh, I don't think she's really been in anything prior to this. And I got to say, Kano steals every scene. He's in. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that was going to be my point. It's like, if I had to pick a highlight from the movie, I Kano is honestly one of my favorite MK, but is characters it, is it in general good that Kano steals or bad that Kano steals. So, much? Uh, so it's like seeing some of the interviews that the cast do, like the guy that plays Kano seems like a pretty cool dude, like pretty chill. And he was just given like play the biggest douchebag you can. <laughs> and he's like, got it. I, yeah. <laughs> I got this. That's see, that's exactly how I felt. Like the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, this is a guy who is out here just having a blast being a douchebag. And I, I can respect that. Like I can, <laughs> like I said, like everything about the movie seemed like a very genuine attempt to go out there and have fun. And, Honestly, I, you know, the special effects, I felt like they did a fairly good job with it. Like it wasn't, it was not something that like took me out of watching the movie. And I, I, like I said, I liked it. I'd say it was one of my more favorite video game films. They they blew their budget on getting uh, Scorpion's actor. And I, I think the guy that played Sub-Zero is a, in China at least is pretty well known. Uh, so they kind of blew their budget on those two actors, but, uh, given that everyone else is 
kind of no name, at least definitely in America. It was it was solid. Yeah, but I will say uh, that uh, I I definitely looking forward to getting Nicolas Cage as Johnny Cage. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Oh, and no. then I can add it to my Nicolas Cage collection. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, uh, the one, well, not the one thing, but like my biggest gripe with the movie, I guess, because I world building is kind of my is is a particular part of stories and things that i pay attention to so like how they like the whole like manifesting the powers and how i (laughs) when when jacks like has that moment of like oh i'm gonna get crushed under this boulder and then his dinky Uh, robot arms become vibranium winter soldier arms like bro like we we could have done better here uh i i think they just rushed too much like I think had had the whole movie just been like a setup, like don't like don't tell us about the tournament, don't mm-hmm. don't even show us Raiden. Just have like the main character, he's getting hunted by Shadow World people and doesn't know why. Find Sonya. Sonya knows a little bit, and you know Kano's there, and they go off and they get into more trouble. But like I wouldn't, I think they rushed it too much trying to give so much story so quickly because like. Mm-hmm. Once you once he meets up with Sonya and they get to the temple, the movie's pace just picks up a lot. It, yeah, it does. And I would, I guess, I would say, like, given the budget of the Mortal Kombat movie that just came out, it, what they did with it was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I, I I do agree with Evan's point, though, that I think I think there's enough meat on the bones narratively that they could have strung it out and i mean I, again maybe they had no idea if they were going to get another one or not so you kind of hate to do a whole bunch of just introductory stuff but i i mean yeah like jacks especially that's a really good point like in retrospect it is very odd how basically how everything with jacks is handled like which is yeah. sad because he's like he's like he's he's probably my main man in mortal <laughs> Kombat. so it's like i want i want to see him get his justice but yeah uh, yeah and then to bring in goro and have him killed in like five minutes (laughs) come on come on they still have shiva and uh katano or kataro katana not katana Uh, kataro is is that uh, kataro which is like a different centaur but he's like a tiger (laughs) centaur oh yeah 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 yeah. yep 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 yeah. Okay, so real quick though, uh, to derail this again, but I'm still talking about video game movies. It's impossible for us to, to mention video game movies without mentioning the creator of arguably the greatest number of the worst video game films, uh, U- Uwe, Uwe Boll. Ball. <laughs> I was yeah. wondering if we were going to get to him. Uh, like, I like I just got to bring it up because, first of all, because, I mean, you know, I looked at through these lists, and it's like he's given us such great features as, you know, House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, the Blood Rain movies, uh, In the Name of the King. He did Postal. Postal. I... Louis Bull does nothing but the god awful worst movies you can mm-hmm. imagine. Right. I, th- and- I, th- I think he I think he said in interviews he's like, "Yes, I know my movies are not that great." and it's it's just honestly like that's the thing like it's it's interesting to 
like if you watch documentaries and stuff like and like just recently what kind of reminded me of it was i saw a thing where he had like a meltdown on camera about like over like three failed like kickstarter projects and i would honestly recommend if you haven't seen it before <laughs> just google like uve Bull, like kickstarter and it's i mean it makes him look like just a, a terrible human being, which I don't necessarily have any sympathy for him. But it is just, he's, a, he's an interesting character that is synonymous with, I mean, video game movies. Like, you really can't mention video game movies and not... Yeah, for uh, better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, come up, yeah. Like, he, he is in part, I think, responsible for why so many people associate poor quality films with video games, like, adaptations um but yeah he's there's some really interesting stuff on him and how he makes movies he's a weird character yes he's just it's strange if he weren't married he would be an incel and he'd be like the god of incels well like i said some of his like his language choice and just like he seems like a Rep, like reprehensible human being in some of those interviews when he's talking about like I, I don't know very interesting ideas and uh, it's, like I said it's just it, I go check some stuff out on him it's a it's a fun watch at the very least. Mm. All right, Tyler, we can't get out of here without talking about Witcher. Yeah, those ah. those of us that have been following along drink. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, uh, I seen it. no, I have seen it. I, <laughs> I am in kind of a weird place in that I do really like it. I guess the best way I can describe it is that it seems like it's very, it's a very independent beast. Like it's very much its own thing, um, from the game in a lot of ways. Like it's, it's much more closely adapted from the books, than the game so first of all it doesn't really necessarily meet our criteria of having been a game first because Uh-oh. technically the game is based on a series of novels okay, moving on uh, and short stories but <laughs> uh, but it's good i i like it i like the show like the game they're just separate different things they tell the story in a little bit different ways um and they're both good and henry cavill is awesome and i um, love him as the witcher so so i think the last thing i want to talk about uh, is indie game the movie? Indie. We have to like force Tyler to sit down and watch this game, movie. Watch this movie, um, <laughs> because here's the synopsis. Oh, okay, guys, everybody, calm down. I'm gonna read something. I've read it. Hopefully, I'll get through this. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, indie game the movie came out in 2012, and technically, it's a documentary slash drama. Uh, the film is about the struggles of independent. Game developers Edmund McMillan and Tommy Refines during the development of Super Meat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Fish during the development of Fez and also Jonathan Blow, who reflects on the success of Braid. Oh, so I've seen this movie. It basically we just have to watch the first part of it where it talks about the development of Super Meat Boy. I, well, and, and it's uh, Ed, Mc, Ed McMillan's also, he developed uh, The Binding of Isaac, which is a game that I really enjoyed. Mm. So he's made stuff that I've liked. It's just, yeah, I mean, 
it'll probably just make me sad that I'm going to be sitting there angrily thinking about super meat boy the whole time I'm watching him struggle to create his games. So, <laughs> um, I wanted to spend the next couple of minutes. Uh, we've only got a few minutes left. Um, talking about games, mo- movies that we would want. What video games do we want oh. to, what, if, if you could, there's a phrase here that I just can't say. <laughs> what adaptations do you want to see? Thank you. Yeah, that. <laughs> I actually was going to go, oh, you know what would be fun? Portal. And they actually have one coming. <laughs> well, there Supposedly. you go. Say, I'm that's, surprised Portal hasn't been done already. That's the thing. Like, most of the stuff that I would say is in development. So, like, I'm excited about Last of Us. I am excited about Uncharted, but not this iteration that they're going to put out. But I'm excited. Would be excited for what that could be. <laughs> so, basically, I... My my answer would be an Uncharted with Nathan Fillion and Bruce Campbell. <laughs> um, I think Destiny would be kind of a fun movie. And I think they are leaning that way. Um, the original um, director, game directors for Destiny have now moved into a... It's like a media director for Destiny. Mm. And so it sounds like they might be rolling that way. Um, I think an animated um, show for Destiny could work really, really well. Um, you know, I completely forgot. Uh, well, I think I think I even said it in the very beginning and meant to mention it. Um, Forward Until Dawn was absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah, I like that one. Um, and it was it was a mini series of like six episodes or something that was to get you hyped up for Halo Four. And it was amazing, and I would absolutely watch more of that. To be honest, I thought you just included Halo in the intro because of Red versus Blue. <laughs> so that's that's a good one too. Um, that is more machinima than actual. Uh, I, don't know that um, I think we're just gonna have to leave that in. Yeah, it's good too. It's really good too. <laughs> what a pause. What? Uh, what timing? <laughs> when you go back and listen to this, uh, it's going to be a real treat, Brandon. Why? Just cut out. You're like, right, it's so, so, and then it just cut out, and we didn't hear anything more from you. So, you guys didn't hear any of that? No, nope. none of that. nothing. And the funny thing is that it's on. I think it's on there. Oh, so sweet. it's going to record. It's not going to. I'm not going to hear it. Sweet baby oh. Jesus, that's amazing. So basically, well. just imagine you say so, and then just complete silence. Yeah, complete like, silence. We were on the edge of our seat. <laughs> and it never came. So, there was just so, no. Okay, so the I said so right before saying about talking about Red versus Blue? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, what I was going to say was, uh, it was it's machinima, uh, ah, and not necessarily right. like a video game movie or TV show. I mean... Yeah, kind of, but kind of not. So I wasn't that actually going to bring that up. It is a very good series. Um, they've got like sixteen or eighteen seasons now. It's crazy, and their animation. It? Yeah, their animation. Oh, wow, I didn't know Machinima was even still around. Yeah, um, I mean Machinima is still making Ruby. They make Camp Camp. I kind of like Camp Camp. Ruby, I've fallen off of personally. Yeah, I kind of have too, but. Uh, I don't know. Ruby's one of those things where it had so much potential and then they kind of 
fumble it on every turn. Well, the un- the, the unfortunate part about Ruby is that the main creator died after well, like season three or four. I and... thought he was the main animator. Which um, is, I, thought the, I thought it was the creator. Uh, it, I, I think he I was think the he, main animator, but he was doing most of the story. Like he was the creator of it. Um, and they didn't, he, you know, it was, it was sudden. It was like a, yeah, he, it was a very unfortunate. Passing he he had a, uh, an allergic reaction to something that he, they just couldn't save him. Uh, and so it was just one of those things where he didn't pass on most of his knowledge. And so they kind of had to just keep going with it the best of their ability. And but so they were still early in the Ruby series and whoever has taken over has fumbled at every story point. Sure. But that's, that's different. Uh, yeah. Different Rooster, Te- Rooster Teeth got their start with uh, red versus blue. So, um, yeah, they they yeah, it's still going on, and their animation style has really really changed and improved. They don't. I don't even know if it's mach- technically machinima anymore. I think they just animate it themselves. They definitely started to. Uh, there was some update with Halo Three that allowed. Basically, it was pushed out specifically for rooster teeth and they were able to do a bit more but a lot of the things became they would do all the modeling and the animation for the halo characters outside of the halo game Mm. and they would splice it in with the halo game with what they the uh, skull glitch that they were doing i see but uh yeah so um there is actually a movie called portal but i think it's just like a scary game that has nothing to do with the video game but of course so i would love to see portal as a game that'd be great um a couple of others I'm not surprised if they will have stuff eventually will be Horizon and God of War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't there already... Oh, maybe God Maybe God of War. It's just we've discussed in the past how we would cast it. But no, I, I, thought there was, I think there's something. Okay. God of War's I, I been in development thought. hell for at least yeah. 10 years. Okay. Just go watch yeah. Clash of the Titans. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, I, I like those movies, but yeah. Uh oh wait no in May 21 a Sony Sparks spokesperson said there are no God of War film or TV adaptations in development right now. Yeah, it it's they had like a rough script for a God of War movie essentially around the time God of War 2 came out and it has been in development hell ever since. Um, I would love to see God of War. I would also love to see a Mass Effect series, but that one I would also probably prefer like in like an anime style instead of a live action. The Borderlands is going like whatever it's it sounds absurd the the amount of people they tacked onto it. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah. Doom would be a fun one. They already did Doom with I'm sorry, not Doom, Diablo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yes, I, I I know that they did a, a Doom movie. Um, haven't seen it yet. It's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it, it would definitely make uh, middle school me uh, squee with glee, glee, but I would like to see a uh, uh, a Metroid movie in squeal? some capacity. Squeal. Like just you know, like oh, you said squeal. I thought I you did said say squee. No, I did you say squee, yeah. but like that's kind of a <laughs> you know, it's it's a, it's a term. Look it up. It is. It's internet jargon. Yeah. Squee. Yep. Yeah. Squee. Like just like eee. Like yeah. It's it would kind make of middle a, school me very. It's a word. Okay, and it's yeah. a comic book series. Yeah. <laughs> it's like derived from anime. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so I would I would like to see a Metroid movie. I, I think at this point I would honestly prefer uh, an animated version, but I would you know even live action they could take it more of a serious kind of like Metroid Prime route, um, and I think they could make a pretty cool uh, film. The hardest part would obviously be coming up with a compelling like story for it, but you know the world building and the visuals and the characters are all there. I think to to make something pretty cool. With the success of Sonic, I feel like it's only a matter of time before something like Crash Bandicoot gets its own live-action movie, too. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. uh, Jack and the Power of Daxter has one, has a TV show series. Uh, they were supposed to have one for Spyro. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Uh, at least five years ago. It's longer than that. They had a Ratchet and Clank game movie come out when the ratchet and clank 2016 game came out i did like that movie as well it was a it was okay it was a movie it exists <laughs> though uh, so now that we've got sonic and detective pikachu smash brothers <laughs> the, the smash brothers cinematic universe do it <laughs> but that of course means someone's gonna have to give us a zelda movie and that's been you know rumored since the 12th of forever <laughs> and still hasn't happened i don't know what you even do for a zelda story <laughs> not twilight princess i mean ocarina of time would probably be a pretty good movie it would make for a good movie adaptation yeah they they have to split it like young link is the first movie and then it ends when he gets the master sword and ages up isn't Technically, all of the Legend of Zelda games on one timeline, and they just like keep freezing Link. I thought it was multiple. There are multiple iterations of Zelda and Link. I thought there were two. I I don't know. I'll defer to you guys. I would. I never played many of them. I can't remember which game it was, but there was one game that came out, and people were like, "Please clarify the timeline." And Nintendo was like, "Eh, there is no timeline." just these two beings keep getting repeated over and over and one of them needs the other to save the world because i think like, uh seven deadly sins <laughs> i happily binge watched season five in one day <laughs> i yeah i've been meaning to get back i don't i don't even think i'm caught up but i did see that the new season of that dropped so i'll have to it go back and so good probably my favorite anime right now well, if you ever need more suggestions, Brandon, I have some awesome ones for you to check out. Um, I'm trying to think of what is on my like watch list right now. I do. So 
I do want to check out Naruto. I know it's kind of like the intro. <laughs> I've never watched it. I've never seen it. I'm just kind of curious about it. I, that, I watched it a few years back, and the best way I can describe it is that it's very much like anime comfort food. Like, <laughs> it's, it's it, uh, at not least necessarily fantastic, it's but office it's endearing. for anime? At, at least, like, watch, watch it straight through up through the tuning exams, and then after yes. that, find one of the many lists on the internet and like, okay, you can skip around to these episodes because there's 10 episodes of filler. There I, you go. Evan's got it. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> they, need a, they need a Naruto Kai. Um, like oh, the Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah, probably. I would say uh, try Dra- uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, I like Demon Slayer. Um, anyway, we're getting off topic, but yep. <laughs> I'll give you anime suggestions all you want, Brandon. I want to watch the rest of Fairy Tale. Um, they had like, at least that's done now, and in half the time of Naruto. Yeah, they had like thirty or forty episodes on Netflix. I don't know if they still do or not, but like it just ends. There's there's no real. It's just like oh, we just decided to put this many episodes up, and that's all we're gonna do. Yeah, I think. I think Tower of God and Jujutsu Kaisen were my favorite uh, animes of yeah, last I've season. I've been meaning to watch uh, Tower of God. Yeah, that one was good. Um, all right, so that's probably good on time. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you guys had a movie adaptation of a video game, hey, I said it right this time. <laughs> that you enjoyed uh, either one that we talked about or one we did not. Um, where do we go? Jared, hit him with the socials. Facebook, Small Constellation Podcast. Twitter, at Small Con Pod. YouTube, at Small Constellation Gaming. I need to get you my video for the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had, we, you and I played Operation Tango a couple times, and... I haven't uploaded my video yet either, so... Okay, so I don't feel so bad. No, please don't. Okay. Um, who's got something for outro? Anything? Anybody? Squee! Oh, God. That just sounds so sexual. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in certain circles, I think it is. Uh, probably, uh, kind yeah. of. Squee! I... <laughs> I don't know. It's usually been a feminine associated thing. Exactly. You made me squee. <laughs> like, no, no. And that. that's the it's outro. Just, now <laughs> we have to put a parental advisory on this episode. Uh, go to Tyler's OnlyFans page so we can watch him squee some. Oh, God. Oh, st- oh, oh no. Because when people say squee, I immediately think of like bronies, and that goes to a dark place. Oh, no. No, they won't find that. Some of those cookie brownies from uh, uh, Domino's yesterday. They were fantastic. They made me squee. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Two weeks. (laughs) Tomorrow. The last I heard about the brony culture, they like turn Nazi. Are we surprised? (laughs) I know this is not related, but now I'm just imagining a Care Bear with a swastika on it. <laughs> well, it might exist, and it, it and the exist. brony culture. Care Bear Heil. Oh God! 
Can you just like record a permanent apology that you just attach to every single episode? <laughs> With some very soft like piano music playing in the background. We're sorry. For legal reasons, we have to disclose that that was just a joke. Remember when we said we're mostly a comedy podcast? Just laugh it off. Our comedy None of what we bad. say we mean. We don't mean any of this. It's all scripted. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we need to hire new writers next season. <laughs> yeah, they're on, they're, on, they, they're on strike this episode. Sorry, guys. Why is my writer always drunk? <laughs> why, did you, why did your writer write a storyline where you like grannies? <laughs> Drink. <laughs> I don't know. Threat of threat of bodily violence. I can. That's the only reason I can think of. Well, I mean, if you're a granny, going down the stairs is a threat of bodily violence. <laughs> <laughs> I can make that worse. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. Uh, going down on Tyler is a threat of violence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna kink shame Tyler now that that he hasn't said anything. You are being kink shamed. Uh, uh, Tyler, you're such a thought. (laughs) He is leaving. What, Nick? I said he is the one with the OnlyFans. That is true. (laughs) You can make a killing over there if if you play it right.